Hello and welcome back to the Kate Languages podcast. I am not going to talk too much <laughs> for the intro to this uh, episode because I am full of cold and coughing and my voice is absolutely awful. So I'm just going to say really quickly that this episode is quite a short one this time. It is an Insta Live that I did with Erica, who is the Spanish tutor for the online courses for MFL teachers. And we are also running a CPD session together on Saturday. So this episode is being released on Monday the 8th of May and we're going to be running the CPD on Saturday. So as long as you listen to this when it comes out you will have plenty of time to sign up and join us. So it's on Saturday the 13th of May at 9.30 in the morning which is quite early for a Saturday I know sorry. If you can't make it for whatever reason but you are still interested in joining the CPD then do sign up. We will record it and we will send you the information or the, you know, the PowerPoint that Erica's creating and the recording and everything afterwards. If you don't sign up beforehand, we won't then be able to send you the information afterwards. So you do need to sign up beforehand. The CPD is on positive behaviour management. And as I say in the Insta Live, I just think this is an absolutely perfect thing for Erica to be talking about because she is such a bubbly, positive person. Her online classes with the teachers are absolutely fantastic. They all absolutely love her. We get amazing feedback from that. And I figured this is replicated in the classroom when she's teaching students as well. And she's got so much positivity and energy and she's got so many ideas and tips and things to share with you. As we also say in the Insta Live, it's not just for new teachers, it's not just for ECTs or trainees. I think behaviour management is something that you need to continue to work on throughout your career. And she's also going to be giving tips on how to mentor and, you know, if you're working with trainee teachers, for example, and mentoring ECTs, how to model positive behaviour management and how to show people who are earlier on in their careers how to use positive behaviour management to get the kids on side, basically, and working hard and achieving and progressing. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's even, like I say, even though it's on a Saturday morning, I think it's going to be an absolutely fantastic session. Um, you can sign up now on my website, katelanguages.co.uk, click on online courses, and it's in the CPD tab in the online courses, Positive Behaviour Management with Erica Sanchez. I just want to say one more thing as well, an apology for the sound quality. Uh, With the Insta Live, sometimes the sound quality is really good. This time, it's not the best, but hopefully you can still understand it quite well. And I also think the reason I decided I actually wanted to edit this down and release it as a podcast episode is even if you're listening to this in five years time, I still think Erica has got so many great ideas. And even if you can't come and join us for the CPD, um, there are just some really, really great ideas here about the types of things you can do to develop positive relationships with your students. So I think it's well worth a listen anyway, even if you have no intention or interest in joining the CPD, or even if you're listening to this far too late to be able to do so. Um, But yeah, hopefully if you're listening to it on time before we actually do the CPD, then you can sign up, as I say, on my website, katelanguages.co.uk, online courses, and it's a CPD tab there. So 
hope you enjoy the conversation. We just wanted to have a quick Insta live to talk about our CPD. We're going together. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to it. So it's on the 13th of May in the morning. It's a Saturday morning. Um, I tend to do all of my CPD on a Saturday morning because obviously people are at work uh, during the week and we teach our yeah. online courses in the evenings during the week. So Saturday seems to be the only day we can actually um, do CPD. But we've been wanting yeah. to collaborate for ages. We've been talking about it for ages. Finally. So we're going to be talking about positive behaviour management. So. I mean, I say we. Yeah. I mean, you're you're going to be doing it. Okay? <laughs> I'm hosting. Yeah, they're giving me the the mentorship. Yeah. I'll do. I'll just do the tech stuff and like, yeah. Um, I might I might chip in now and then, but no, it's it's your your baby, as it were, because yeah, I just like when we were talking about what to do, I was just thinking like we were throwing a few ideas around, and I just said, you know what, I know from well, I did a few of your um, advanced classes as well. And I just know, like, from all the feedback we get that you have such a brilliant, like, you're so good at developing relationships with the teachers that we're working with. And, you know, you just create such a brilliant atmosphere in the classroom. And obviously, you're going to be the yeah. same with the kids at school as well and, and things like that. So I just figured, like, this would be a really, really good one. So uh, good topic to talk about. So yeah, first of all, what do we mean by positive behaviour management? What are we actually going So to basically it's how about? we establish good relationships with our students because I think that's so important. And for me, I don't know for other teachers, but for me that's my number one because I think once the relationship is there, everything else just happens. And I think it's so much easier for me working to a class where I know I can talk to every single pupil and they will listen back to me and they will do what I say. Um, because they um, have that sort of uh, agreement with me that they need to listen to me and I need to listen to them. They need to do these activities and I will then give them something in exchange. And I think it's about the idea that um, teaching is so much easier if there are positive relationships. Um, I do believe in them. For me, as I say, it's my priority that having the relationships there, then everything else can happen uh, more smoothly. And what, like, just, you know, I mean, obviously we're going to go into this in a lot more detail, but what are a couple of things yeah. that you do yeah. with your students to to start right from the beginning? I will start, but one of the things that I think is important is greeting them at the door, making sure that when they come in, just uh, say, hello, how are you? Did you have a good weekend? And my sentence when they come into the classroom is always is welcome back, welcome back to my class, because I like to say that. And it's not that I have to make an effort to say that he just come to me like welcome back coming how are you let's get ready let's um put our books out plan us out be ready i walk around making sure they are all ready and then once i i have everyone together then let's go let let's get started but they need some time to just come in feel welcome and then they can uh, obviously pay attention to the do now task and get ready with everything else other things that i do is um a simple thing that i find easy and it's really good in terms of um, feedback. It's life marking. Uh, for example, I go around the class, especially with the team and the 11, and I do it with the eight as, as well. And it's going with my highlights around the class, life marking, which is giving feedback, but I take that opportunity to then uh, speak to them. So I go, 
oh, let's have a look at your work. How yeah. are you today? Are you having a good day? And then I'll mark something, give them feedback. But I'm doing two things at the same time. I'm, I'm taking the opportunity to speak to them, but also to give yeah. them feedback. So they like that because they, they always feel that um, they can talk to me. They don't, they don't need to feel um, intimidated or anything. They know I'm there. And I know they will come to me if they have a problem in the same way. So that's nice. Yeah. And I think, you know, just thinking about languages as a subject, I think it's so important for students to feel calm, comfortable and happy in the classroom because it's so scary yeah, speaking a foreign language. Like it's such a scary thing. And if you're scared of your teacher and if, you, if, the, if the classroom atmosphere yeah. is negative, you're yeah. not going to want to. And that's something as well. Um, in a that you might, you yeah. might feel really silly. They stuff, but not you know, you're not going to pronounce it. You might get it wrong or whatever. So I think yeah. just building those relationships. And you were going to talk as well about how to. They're not just yeah, the classroom, um, but outside of the classroom as well. What, what are the kind of so for example, um, in the past years, I've always been on duty in the canteen. Because I think it's a great opportunity to speak to different students outside of the classroom. And you will find that they come to you to speak to you. How are you today, Miss? Are you having a good day? They may take you a they may tell you a joke. They may say, Miss, I've got this class and I want to go. You know, all these things that happen outside of the classroom. You find today so sometimes they go, Hola Miss, and como estas and things like that. So they 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 really try. And I also go um, around the playground when they are at break, because this year I'm not on duty in the canteen, but I go for a walk every single day because I think it's so good for my mental health. So I just go around and on my walk, I go saying hello to them and how are they and, and so on and so forth. And one time it was so funny because I saw two of my year nine students and they were, Miss, where are you going? And I said, I'm going for my walk. And they went, we're coming with you. <laughs> It was only a short um, because I was finishing my work, so they just came with me. Means you're very sporty, and I'm like, not really. <laughs> but I'm just going for a walk now, and I'm going every single day. And I try to sell to them the idea that they need to do something more active in the in the break. So that was something good as well. Um, just had a comment here that's really interesting. It says, "I was terrified of my maths teacher." Not sure making mistake in MFL should be any scarier. Is it cultural? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think. I mean, any subject. I think if you're scared of your teacher, I mean, I know for a fact I never worked. I know. About scared. I didn't. I just. I think I went to probably a very like a really nice school. It was a comprehensive, but it was um, in a small kind of like the school's quite big, but it was in like a small kind of r quite rural town. And I just remember, like, if I liked the teachers and I got on well with them yeah. then I would and it's also about the teacher making clear that there is no problem with making a mistake like I am Spanish so I say to yeah. them guys yeah. I pronounce I mispronounce things in English you know and it's fine just correct me so that I get it better next time and and I say okay it's the same yeah. we all make mistakes pronunciation is something we all need to improve on so it's about open that that um conversation and, and, and saying to them that it's fine to make yeah. mistakes because we're learning and also saying to them that taking the risk will mean that next time they will make the same mistakes and they all you know there will be always a student that maybe doesn't want to participate but if you encourage that positive atmosphere the, the likelihood is that they're going to take part yeah we had another comment as well 
oh, this is such a brilliant idea, building that relationship out in yeah. the classroom. And that's and going to a lot more There are many ideas um, that I'm going to mention and um, some, some practical um, ideas for teachers to take and try out because I think there are so many things that you can do that um, will make an in, will have an impact on your teaching, but also on the relationships. I'm going to be talking as well about yeah. how to uh, right. maintain the relationships, because obviously you need to establish it at the beginning, but how are you going to maintain that relationship so that over the years they still come to you and, and they, they still see you as a really positive um, yeah. person? And I think that's such, a, like, that's such an important thing as well. Like when you, even when you're not teaching them, if you've taught them in the past and they still want to kind of say hello and talk to you and, and chat to you and stuff, that shows that, you know, you have built good relationships. I think, yeah, it's a funny one because when you first start teaching, when you first start in a school, it, it takes a while. And I think, you know, that's another thing that we can cover in more depth as well about, you know, it, it's not an immediate yeah. thing. It, it, yeah. it does take a while. You can't go in there on the first day and expect to know the kids, but we will give you ideas um, and practical tips on like how yeah, to get to know definitely. And now we together. talk about um, personal examples where I had some very challenging students who were difficult in other classes, but actually trained some of these ideas and and some of the things they would respond well to me. And yes. I'm not saying that they are perfect students everywhere else, but they I know I can have that conversation with them. And there will be days where they will be okay with me and some days worse, but at least I know they respect me because the behavior is not against me. It yeah. is something that they have. But I know that because I established those um, little routines, they can come to my class to into my classroom and at least be there and respect. Mm-hmm. But actually I think something really interesting, I I read this recently as well, is it just like even when you have really positive relationships and you get on really well and everything, they are not necessarily going to be perfect and you know behave perfectly in every single lesson. And I think that's an important thing as well. And actually, sometimes the more comfortable they are with you, the more they might play up a little bit or you know sort of. I you know I remember a situation where a girl who I you know always got on really well, the year eleven girl was. I don't know, she was just really rude to me one lesson. And I was a bit like, this is weird. I don't know. Um, you know, and I, you know, I kind of think I probably had a bit, of a bit of a word with her during the lesson. And then I said, you need to come and see me. Like, come and see me a bit later. And, you know, and she did. She came to see me, I think, later that afternoon. And she was just like, oh, miss, I'm, I'm sorry. I think she was like, yeah. I don't know, she was on a period or she was, she was just like retired or something like that. And she, and, you know. And because I had that relationship yeah, with yeah. her, it didn't then That's the idea, yeah. They can be a bit silly in a classroom, yeah. but you know that if something else happens, it will stop there. Like, you know, for example, that if you see that student mm-hmm. in the corridors and you have to walk through the door, he or she will keep the door open for you because they respect you in the end. And then you have a one day in the classroom, okay. but you know that outside and everywhere else, if you ask for something from them, they're going to probably give it to you because they respect you. Yeah, yeah. There's there's another thing that we're going to cover as part of, of this that I think um, is going to be really, really useful for a lot of people. So I think people think of behaviour management as maybe something that you only do early in your career. I'm not really sure, like, what you've been teaching for a long time. You're like, you're fine, you nailed it, which is definitely not true because yeah. children change, your classes change, everything changes. 
But what I really like that we're going to be talking about as well is when you are a bit further on in your career, if you are doing um, mentoring and working with trainee teachers and ECTs, yeah, how to model your positive. So if you've got people coming in and observing your classes, how are you? Yeah, some techniques that they can use because actually, let's face it, children are changing all the time, but also with technology, everything is faster. Everything is more impatient and we want things to happen faster. If you think that we can watch a series in a night, for example, and this is what children are like these days. They want everything fast and quick and they want everything for them ready. I think um, how do you manage that? How do you react to that? And how do you treat that? It's important because obviously children these days are more impatient because society is more impatient. And also, Mm -hmm. obviously, we have the pandemics as well with has a long, a big impact yeah. on the behavior of many children because many of them are suffering at home. They may have problems with their families. So it's important how we treat different children as well in different ways, depending on their background. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And in terms of teachers as well, you know, if there, are, there are teachers who trained yeah. over the past, you know, two, three years um, and actually being yeah. able to model to them what good, you know, positive behaviour yeah. management looks like is a really, really important yeah. thing. And you've got lots of experience uh, yeah. with mentoring teachers, working with training teachers, haven't you, as well. So, yeah. And then the, the last thing that we're going to cover as well is talking about teacher wellbeing and actually how this does have a really positive impact on your own wellbeing and your yeah, own because mental health. Yeah, because one of the things... First of all, making sure that you don't let behavior affect you, but that's not easy to say, difficult to uh, do it. Yeah. I think um, yeah. one of the things yeah. is obviously taking that into consideration is if you have good relationships with your students, the, the more probably is that you're going to go home happier. Therefore, you're not going to worry about behavior too much and you can concentrate on the important things that your lesson planning, your marking, and other things. And I think. Um, you know, there are many different ways in which uh, it has a really good impact on your on your teaching, but also you enjoy it because there are many teachers out there that may not enjoy it as much because of behavior, but actually once you get that sorted and you have those relationships, you, you will love it. And um, obviously there are things that we like, things that we don't like, things we are happy with, things that we are less happy with, but at least you have that sort of general feeling of positivity in your own teaching, I think. Yeah, very much so. I remember when I first started teaching, I really struggled with, I was working in London and just, yeah, I found it really tough. And it did, yeah. it really affected me because I was like, I could hear myself and I was just like, I, is that, I, I didn't feel yeah. like myself. I was just like, oh my gosh, I could hear myself like getting angry and shouting, and you know, getting, re- and, and it yeah. made me really stressed. And it's, it's just not helpful for anybody at all. So to reduce your own stress levels, to not get into this like negative loop of, you know, kids are chatting, you yeah. get angry. I never shout at kids, never. Yeah, I think um, in this whole, um, the whole of my career, I think I've told it once because I was like, hey, <laughs> and then I thought, hey, what have you done? But I never shout. I then just say, come on, guys. And and we're going to be talking about um, some uh, ways that you can use your uh, body language to control 
misbehavior because there are so many ways that you can use your body language and you don't have to even say anything to control how they respond to you and how they behave. And I think um, as well, something that I love that works really well is positive on calls. I think when I'm having a bad day, if I do, I try to, to schedule some yes. positive on calls. And when I phone a few parents and say, look, your children are wonderful, it makes me feel so much better. Because it reminds you that actually, like, no, yeah. and actually, most of the time, the parents go, Hello, Miss Sanchez, what have you done wrong? And I'm like, Nothing, I'm just going for a positive phone call. And they go, Oh, that's so nice. Thank you for taking the time to phone. And I said, This is not all about the bad things, isn't it? And they, they really, sometimes they get really surprised because they don't, they don't expect it. And it's such a nice thing to do, especially when you're having a rough day, you go, Oh, I'm going to make some positive phone calls. And then you feel better. And that idea of resetting. Like even if you don't have time to actually physically make yeah, phone calls, we can send yeah. positive emails home. Mark yourself of like, oh yeah, actually, yeah. you know. And I like the idea of resetting, uh, resetting after each class because each class is different. Every student is different. Mm -hmm. And you cannot take your bad class from period one into your good class from period five, yeah. for example. Yeah, very much so. And if you do end up being negative or, you know, like you say, shouting or something like that, that actually yeah, that yeah. you repair that relationship with the class and say, look, no, I don't want to be doing this. Yeah, Come on, and it's about um, making them responsible. Uh, sometimes uh, we use consequences and sometimes I have to use some consequences and I go, um, come on, guys, um, I'm giving consequences, not because I want to, because you are choosing to. And it's about using that language mm -hmm. that they actually mm -hmm. realise. Actually, Miss is quite fair because she's doing this because we're not doing that. And it's that kind of idea. Yeah, definitely. And making it clear right from the beginning, you know, what they need to do and what happens if, if they're not doing what they need to do. And again, when, when you've got a good relationship within the class, the rest of the class yeah. will actually kind of... There's somebody on that. Can you just stop? Yeah. yeah. We want to learn. Like, you know, the number of times two of Children yeah. have told each other yeah. off in my classes. Can you? Yeah, you want to And they, they, um, they know how to. They go, come on, Miss is trying to explain this. Be quiet. And they, because at the end, they, they want to support you. If you are nice to them, they'll be nice to you in so many ways. Yeah, absolutely. Well, anyway, no, I'm not going to give away everything <laughs> we're talking about now. But I'm looking forward to. It. I think it's going to be so good. Like I say, your your online courses for teachers is what you know it's what I've seen you do and it's so you know it's fantastic and like I say the feedback that we get from all the teachers is just so good so I'm really really looking forward to this and yeah also as I said it's not just for new teachers I think it's really important for people at any stage in their career yeah. for sure so um yeah so you can sign up now it's on the 13th of May up at nine on Saturday morning. And there will be the opportunity for questions as well and people to ask questions. And yeah, yeah, I'm really. Also, if anyone has any requests or any questions, you can email us or contact via Instagram and we can then try to cover those aspects. If you are thinking about some idea that you want to develop or some examples that you have, you can share them with us and we can try to cover them. So there we go. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. And even if you don't want to join the CPD or you're listening to it too late to join the CPD, I hope there were lots of things in there that you can take away and use with your own students 
in your own teaching. Apologies again for the sound quality. I hope it didn't inhibit your understanding or enjoyment of the conversation. And if you do want to join us, it's katelanguages.co.uk and you need to click on online courses and it's the CPD tab and it is Positive Behaviour Management with Erica Sanchez. It's on Saturday 13th of May at 9.30am and I can't wait to see you there. So until next week, au revoir, adios, a fidesz, bye.